Test. Test. <laughs> this is a clinically pressed case study. These are something we're going to try and roll out from time to time. Uh, really just trying to highlight things that we've tried personally that we've maybe found some success with. Again, these are a case study, so not super high on the level of academic rigor, if you will. Uh, sample size is small, usually one, uh, but it's stuff we picked up, stuff we tried on our own, and how that potentially has benefited us, and maybe it's something that you can find relatable and worth digging into to see if it is effective for you. Uh, as most disclaimers go, this is not medical advice. Uh, we always want you to talk to your doctor beforehand. Uh, to see if this is something that you should worth doing or make sure that you are trying to do it extremely safely, understanding that you are taking all the risk in doing that. That being said, the first one I'm going to talk about is breathing, sleep, uh, and how that can really impact you. Uh, this is something, for me, I've been a snorer for a really long period of time. Um, a relatively big human being. I'm 6'3", about 275 pounds. Uh, 20, probably mid to upper 20s body fat, so a little higher than I'd like it to be, but um, not too bad uh, for me, but something I'm always working on, but carry quite a bit of muscle, uh, and really had always snored, and it gets significantly worse uh, anytime I have any alcohol to drink. Uh, my wife will be the first one to tell you that it can be really bad, and I have spent some nights on the couch uh, due to it, but uh, this all got started reading the book Just Breathe by, I believe, James Nestor. Uh, it was a very fascinating book, just talking about the power of breathing, and it, uh, that topic in general has become much more explored in the world. Uh, Wim Hof is a big one with his Wim Hof breathing method and his uh, propensity for the cold, uh, but that really it's just kind of caught on. Uh, as being a much bigger focus, and rightfully so, because it can have significant impacts on how your body behaves and reacts and just your overall health. So uh, that would be one that we'll link up in the show notes, along with a couple of the other ones that it's worth checking out because it can really provide some interesting thought. But uh, one of the things that he did in the book was a self-experiment, again, small n uh, in terms of sample size, but uh, try to sleep and just operate by being a mouth breather. So basically kind of plugged up his nose uh, and then went around and was a mouth breather and measured all his metrics, sleep quality, all these different things, uh, how he felt during the day, energy levels, et cetera, et cetera. And it was rough. Uh, the, he explained just how much it drained him just by only breathing through his mouth. So then conversely, he tried to switch over and focus on purely nose breathing. Now that can get interesting, especially at night where you may not have as much control over the air uh, that is coming through uh, while you are sleeping. And so one thing that he did there is he immediately felt during the day that things had improved and that he was feeling much better when he was doing his nose breathing. But to try and help at night, he literally taped his mouth closed, uh, made sure that it ended up staying shut throughout the night, uh, lips together, so it forced him to nose breathe 
throughout the night. And you saw a lot of really intriguing benefits with that. Sleep was significantly improved. He felt much better. Um, his respiration rate, i.e. the amount of breaths he took over uh, the course of a minute uh, throughout the night uh, significantly decreased. And he just ended up feeling better. So I was like, wow, this could be something that could be interesting. And uh, he also noticed that he didn't snore, which he also had experience with mouth breathing. Uh, there's a lot of different ways you could do this. Obviously, this is where a little danger comes in. Uh, um, I have seen out there, I don't know why they called it hostage tape, uh, other than it looks like you're just getting tape put over your mouth so you can't say anything. I, I don't understand <laughs> The naming of it but anyway uh, there is that kind of covers your whole lips uh, removable obviously uh, that is one option I use just some basic kind of medical tape micropore just a small strip of it that I would place just below um, my bottom lip kind of come over my bottom lip and just pull give a little pull up as I put it over uh, my top lip right in the center and then attach just below uh, the base of my nose uh, overall saw in benefits and improvements, uh, especially on nights where I didn't have anything to drink um, or I wasn't up super late uh, from the result of, you know, going out somewhere or being at a concert or something that just kind of kept everything revved up late. I uh, did notice some significant benefits and was looking at all this kind of without fully tracking it on my aura ring, looking at sleep quality, looking at HRV, and generally showing that it was better. Um, Thing that I did run into a little bit is I found myself working around it when I slept, especially if I had any kind of nose congestion, whether that was from literally being sick with an respiratory infection or just having some snot and stuff built up in there and I can't really from drinking or changing of seasons uh, or a multitude of other things. Um, if it wasn't easy to breathe through my nose when I was laying down, I knew I was gonna somehow work my way around it. So I would find myself retracting my jaw to kind of manipulate the tape to still be able to breathe through my mouth. Uh, I usually just fall asleep on my side and ultimately end up on my stomach. And so you know, depending on how my head kind of worked within the pillow, that could dramatically impact how the state or the tape stayed in place and so it was a solution but wasn't fully solving the problem and found my body working way around it so then i brought it up to my physician again do that you know are we talking sleep apnea are we talking you know potentially just snoring just not getting as much air through uh, I generally would wake up, rest, and feel good for the day. So we kind of said all that. We probably didn't need to go down the sleep apnea study realm yet. Uh, so he recommended uh, a type of mouth guard that your dentist can do for you. And I will give the hedge here. I did not do a lot of research and do over-the-counter options. I went and got one custom-fitted, and it was not cheap. Uh, but we thought it would be worth a try. But in essence, what it does is thrust your jaw forward a little bit not significantly but some and then basically trying to get you more opening to your windpipe or your airway and doing so by allowing more air in it helps reduce the need to snore and kind of catch up on that and so uh that has also proven beneficial uh, 
overall. Again, on nights that probably one too many beers or a little too much bourbon, uh, not as beneficial. My body finds a way to go through it. I have thought about combining the two, uh, but have not done so yet. Um, but with having those mouth guards and this one in particular is fitted to the top teeth and the bottom teeth and then there's a couple brackets that go that in essence just pull the jaw forward you can I can feel that happening and kind of almost set it set my jaw if you will uh, as I'm laying down getting ready to fall asleep so that is something uh, that you can take a look at as well uh, again uh, tracking with aura ring no official data but generally overall I'd say my sleep quality has gone up uh, recently got the opportunity to upgrade to a gen 3 Aura Ring, which just offers a lot more insight. One of those things looking at your O2 level um, and some potential obstructions to any changes in that overnight. And so far my O2 level has remained high um, in the upper 90s as kind of where we'd like to see it. But also those breathing interruptions as it's measuring it uh, are few and far between. Nothing dramatic based on their scoring system. I'm getting a good um, to you know very good in that regard, which is reassuring that it's maybe not full-on sleep apnea, uh, but maybe just, again, more of the snoring uh, aspect of it. The last thing I've tried, and I don't do as good a job of this every night as I should, it just depends on how tired I am, how just everything with coming up with an excuse as to why I don't do it, but looking at utilizing uh, breathing techniques just right before bed to almost somewhat instantaneously bring heart rate down and that also came out came out of the just breathe book where it's a five in five out all through your nose breathing where you're feeling your stomach and your sides and just basically your whole lower belly inflate while you're doing this breathing to then breathing it out five seconds getting all that out of there and you can feel in real time that your heart rate almost decreased. Everything just takes a little bit easier and takes some stress off it. I tried that and that has also seemed to be a real big benefit. So ultimately, just kind of summing this up, a couple of things to try, the breathing and a small amount of tape could be useful. Be careful on the tape you use so it doesn't irritate your skin, pull out hair, um, you know, irritate your lips or anything, but that could be something to look into. Again, be careful in doing it, but it's something to consider. Uh, and then this mouth guard would be something useful as well. Um, didn't mention it, but in terms of quantity of sleep too, we try and do a lot in quality. We try and do a lot of other uh, things in the house to help with sleep hygiene. Uh, we have a very, very dark room, uh, make it that way. So very little light comes in, which helps. Uh, I turn on do not disturb on my phone. It's face down. So there's very little artificial light that pops up through the evening. Uh, keep it as cool as we can, uh, balancing our coolness. Uh, I'm usually running hot, my wife is not, uh, so trying to keep cool while she's under the full covers, and also our kids um, doing that. Uh, but then also I'm focusing on at least seven hours of sleep a night, uh, as much as I possibly can. I like to get up early in the morning to get stuff done. Uh, not a super late night person, but seven hours is what I try and shoot for. Anything above is fantastic. and. I'm, really trying to avoid going below for at least a, less than a night or two so again really interesting uh, kind of to see how it does could be something worth checking out uh, we'll link those books um, and maybe a few other things up in the show notes there's a ton 
of good information out there on sleep. Uh, the podcast, uh, I believe it's Matt Miller on Tim Ferriss show. Uh, he wrote the book, why we sleep. I have not read it, but I've heard amazing things. Uh, could be worth checking out if that's something that you're interested in. And yeah, uh, this is the first rendition of the CP, uh, case study. Um, We'll have some more as we keep trying out things and seeing how they benefit us, and we'll pass that along to you all. So with that, uh, good luck helping improve that sleep, and if you have questions, let us know. Thanks.